back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about technical indicators and specifically the ones that issue buy and sell signals. Now, I got to admit, um, I have a guilty pleasure of going and finding new indicators. I know you've probably been on trading you trading view before and there's always new indicators and they're being updated and it's like a whole thing, right? And I love finding these new, interesting, kind of cool looking indicators to put on my charts uh, to see, you know, how well they work or if they actually provide any insights at all, right? So I get sucked into the kind of cool overlays, the colors, various combinations of things because I love the data visualization part of technical indicators. And with the technology today, everything is just, you know, very, very cool. And it kind of reminds me of an old geometry project that I've done, my kids have done, where you take a board and you hammer a bunch of nails onto the board and you put them in a certain order or a certain way or whatever. And then you get some colored string and you wrap the nails or connect the nails together with the string in a certain way and you can create various geometric shapes i've seen you know patterns and um, animals and all kinds of things done with this this type of uh geometry i'm going to call it a geometry project and and one of the cool things about that when i was younger what i learned was you know even though you're you're quote unquote drawing straight lines by running string from nail to nail you can end up with curved lines when you're looking at the board. And I just thought this was, and I still think it is, it's just a cool sort of mathematical thing um, that kind of gets you into graphing and that type of stuff. So fast forward to the technical indicators of today that we put on our charts. They use a variety of inputs, a variety of formulas, and the visualization part can just look really, really awesome. So the next time you see one of my videos or a chart I posted, You may see some cool, colorful indicator and maybe something I'm experimenting with, but it's not necessarily something I'm actually using to make trading decisions. In fact, most of the time I add one of these new shiny object indicators to my chart. Maybe I saw it on YouTube or something. There's some great videos on there. What I'm really wanting to do is observe what the indicator is doing or what it's supposed to be doing. For example, if it's um, using, uh, you know, average true range or moving averages or some kind of formula that the that's, uh, you know, whatever the concept is behind the indicator, I really just want to observe how that plays out in the visualization part over time. Now, I want to talk a little bit about buy-sell indicators for a second. Now, buy and sell indicators are typically trend-based using various metrics to determine that. Uh, But essentially, they're going to put a buy signal and a sell signal on the chart somewhere. So imagine there's your, your... the market's consolidating or pulling back. And then as it starts to go back up, you'll get a buy signal because the um, air quoting, the trend has changed. And then when the trend starts to, to pull back or whatever, then you might get a sell signal, right? Like that's kind of the, what we typically think about this. Now, typically when you first load a buy sell indicator or really in any indicator on your chart, there's a tendency to just kind of go back in time, scroll to the left and just look at all the signals that this you know, indicator may have put on there. But let me tell you, this really doesn't help much. It's not gonna give you, um, the, you're not gonna find its usefulness by just eyeballing it back the last few days or weeks or whatever for your indicator. You inherently are gonna have a bias 
when you go back and eyeball that chart right away, you start scrolling to the left and you're, and you already know how the market played out this past week. Let's say, let's say you're, you're back testing or, or uh, you know, looking at buy sell signals for a five minute chart. You already know how the week played out. Um, so it's not really helpful to just go back and go, oh yeah, this was a good signal or that was a, buy, a bad signal. It's, you know, not that it's a waste of time. I do the same thing, you know, cause it's, again, it's one of those guilty pleasures of just, um, you know, seeing what these things can offer. But the fact that you're even taking time to do this ultimately means that you are hoping that this indicator works. In most cases, you want to find something that is going to be the holy grail, if you will. Now, if you have a more negative slant, which some people do, maybe you'll try to find all the times where the signals failed and therefore you can invalidate the indicator and you know, you maybe found some losing trades or some really, you know, completely wrong buy signals or sell signals or whatever. Again, I do this all the time, but I wanted to go over a couple of tricks or tips on how to find the usefulness out of one of these types of indicators and how you can use them to your advantage. So, you, you know, try not to be so quick to judge it in either direction as, oh, this is the best thing I've seen, or this is the worst thing I've seen. And the first trick about the buy sell indicators is that there's no context to them when you're looking at that chart from a brokerage trade order type perspective. Now, what do I mean by that? Like when you buy a stock and you're issuing a buy order, you're actually issuing a buy to open order. It's, it's, it's not just buy or sell, it's you're buying, but are you opening or closing a position? So if you're buying to open a stock, obviously that's a long position. And as, as the stock goes up, let's say, and you get to a certain point, you would sell to close. But when you look at the chart, you're only gonna see buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. So you have to put a little context about, well, what does that mean? Are you buying to get long here? Um, and then you're selling to close because you you think, you know, you're, you're looking at, uh, you're at an uptrend or something, or maybe the, the stock's in a downtrend and you're selling to open a position and then buying it back to close it. So you need to put a little bit of context around the buy and sell signals. And I know this is kind of some basic stuff, so this probably makes sense already, but I just got to throw this in there and you probably know this already, but let me tell you what doesn't work. What doesn't work is going long on a buy signal and then shorting on a sell signal where you're just like, you're in the the trade the entire time you're in it. You're either long or you're either short. Now, if you're a high frequency trading machine or something, like maybe this works for you on a microsecond sort of level um, and you can catch big winners or whatever. But the, you know, from in most cases, you're gonna get chopped up. And over time, when a when a stock is consolidating, the buy signal is actually gonna be reversed. Like that's where you might wanna sell, right? Because you're you're you start getting range bound and then your trend indicator is no longer helping you. And since you don't know when a trend will end and when consolidation starts necessarily, I've just never really found a lot of success of just going long every time there's a buy signal and going short every time there's, there's a sell signal. So that's not the way you really wanna approach it. And then again, this may be obvious to, to most of you. So again, when you're looking at the buy and sell signal, you wanna think, okay, what am I looking for here? I want something that's gonna tell me to go long or something to tell me to go short. And so what this requires is that you have an understanding of the type of market you're in. For example, if you're in an uptrend by whatever metric you determine an uptrend is, then you can use the buy and sell signals um, to your advantage. So if you know you're in an uptrend and 
you, you can use the buy signals to open a long position and use the sell signal to close the long position. But in order for you to know that you're in an uptrend, you're, you might need another indicator, like maybe something on a larger time frame. Maybe you, um, let's say you're trading on a five minute chart and the, the 15 or 30 minute or hourly chart or whatever is, is in a long state or is on a buy signal, then maybe you use the smaller time frame for your entries and exits. Um, I use a lot of moving averages. Like, I, you know, if you're above a certain moving average, maybe you focus on the long side as opposed to the short side. So you still need a little bit of context about when you see that buy or sell signal, you know, what type of market are you in and what do you think you're going to do when it comes, right? Like, again, if, if the market's going up, you probably want to buy, go long and sell to close, right? Buy to open, sell to close. And the last thing I'll add when it comes to buy, sell indicators applies maybe more to day trading, but it has to do with the daily open and sometimes the close, right? So if you're trading something, I mean, if you're trading futures or something, this probably doesn't apply too much, but if you're trading stocks, like I trade SPX zero DTE, I typically use the three minute chart I've been using lately. And, you know, I look for trends and consolidation and levels and a bunch of different things. But when the market opens, typically we're going to gap in a certain direction. It could be a lot. It could be just a little bit. Sometimes the market op opens up flat, but we're most likely, let, let's say in a gap situation, the market gaps up on some kind of report or something. You're probably going to be starting the day with a buy signal. Now you may already be on a buy signal from yesterday's close. So you may not see a buy signal uh, at the open, but ultimately when the market gaps up and let's say, um, you get a buy signal on that first candle, then, you know, I'm not necessarily going to go long right when the buy signal happens because we had a gap. I may want to wait for a pullback and wait for some consolidation. Or if I'm bearish on the overall market, then I may even short it because um, it may, you know, gap fill type strategy or something like that. So when the market first opens, again, more on the day trading side, I tend to just ignore, to just completely ignore the buy and sell signals. It's not helpful. It's not indicative of a future trend, if you will. What might be good to know is that the market for that particular time frame is on a buy signal. So in that case, you may start looking for long setups, right? So in this case, the buy signal is telling you that the current trend, whatever time frame you're on, is bullish. But I'm not going to necessarily use the buy signal as the entry. And I may not actually use the sell signal as the exit, for example. So instead of using the buy sell indicator as entry and exit points, it might just be good to know that, hey, we're on a buy signal. I'm going to look for some consolidation or maybe we're pulling back into a key level so I can go long there knowing we're on a buy signal. So you don't have to use the buy sell signals to actually enter and exit the, the trades. It's just more giving you some context around what type of market in, you're in for that particular you know, time frame. So the next time you add a new fancy indicator to your chart and you start eyeball backtesting in your mind, just think about some of the things I went over today so you don't get overly optimistic about a particular indicator and go you know full tilt, full port on your next trades. And I also recommend that you don't get overly pessimistic and just throw it out the window. These things can be useful to give you some context around the market. Now to really find out if it is useful, it's gonna take more time. 
I, what I do is I add it to my chart. If I, you know, I'll eyeball it, you know, and kind of get an idea like, okay, well, this might be worth watching. I'll add it to my chart and I'll just monitor it in real time over the course of, let's say, a week or two. And if I find that it's useful, then I'll keep it. If I find that it's like, oh, okay, this is like any other trend indicator. For example, most of the time, the a lot of these indicators are giving you relatively the same signal. It may vary by a bar or two, but in general, they're kind of doing the same thing. And you may end up honing in on one that that sort of fits your time frame better than maybe another. And you can, you know, obviously mess with the settings and all that. But I think monitoring it in real time is the best way to find out if one of these indicators is going to be useful to you. And if it's not useful, you simply take it off and you know move on to the next one or just use whatever it is you're already using. So what you don't wanna do definitely is don't use it to make trades right away. Don't watch some video and say, oh, this is the best indicator ever made. And then you ignore all the other context of the market and you just, you're, you're gonna, it's probably not gonna turn out pretty well for you on that case. So I hope it helps. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.